episode of the season so that's very exciting um before i get on to talk about this week's guest i guess i should say thank you to all of the guests from the season so far um i've obviously couldn't do this without the guests and the whole point of this podcast is for people who you might know, might not know, to tell you about some of the stuff that's important to them musically and kind of why music is important to them. So without the guests, this is no, this is nothing. And um, yeah, I appreciate everyone taking the time to chat to me about music and uh, hang out. It's been a good good season. I've enjoyed myself. Um, this, this week, the guest is my good friend Ashley at adult underscore mum on Twitter uh, mom for you Americans um, Ash and I tried to record this last year and had several technical difficulties none my fault let's be honest she fucked it up several times but um, we got her back and I had a really great time hanging out with her and chatting about music um, she and I have introduced each other to some very cool bands over the course of our friendship and I you know, I had a great time hanging out with her and and kind of chatting about the bands that we both love the podcast this week is sponsored by familybuildingblocks.org it's a charity based in Oregon Uh, I'm reading their website now and they are founded in Salem, Oregon in 1997 and they are a non-profit um, that is committed to uh, keeping children and families safe and together so um you please give whatever you can to them um or your local equivalent um yeah it's very worthy cause i guess we'll get to it and find out um if ashley is interested in music Tell us a few things about yourself. Introduce yourself. Who are you? My name is Ashley, and uh, I work full-time caring for four children, in which I gave birth to. Oh, that's a very strange way of saying that. <laughs> <laughs> Inside my home. Yeah. I, do I care for them? Um, I currently live in Nashville, Tennessee, Music City. Um, but that is but not where you're from. It's not where I'm from. I am from Portland, Oregon. 
Pacific Northwest, baby. Um, <laughs> and that's where my home is. That's where my heart is. Um, and soon I'll be leaving the South and moving to Philadelphia. So I'm that is truly all over the place. Yeah, that is very far from home. Just keep moving east. Yeah, before you know it, you'll be back in Portland. You'll get so far east, you'll be back where you started. Totally. <laughs> I'll, maybe I'll stop in England first. And I mean, it's, it's a great place to visit. England, <laughs> come visit. <laughs> that's the tourism, but that's our slogan. I mean, yeah, it's better than America. Ooh. Oh, oh, England, we don't got guns. <laughs> England, you won't die here, probably. Oh, I mean, you never know. It might, it'll shock you. I know we seem mythical to you people, but uh-uh. some of us die. I mean, it's maybe from delayed health care, but at least it's free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fine. <laughs> wow. Uh, I think that's all. I'm married to a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> that's the last thing about me. And I like right. music. Okay. Those yeah. are, that's a good, con- succinct mm-hmm. introduction, I think. Mm-hmm. So, shall we, shall we talk about music then? Let's talk about it. Let's get into it. Ashley, what was the first album you bought? Okay, so, this took me a while to remember. Um, because I owned some, some CDs, some cassettes, some CDs. Cassettes. before <laughs> Cassette tapes. Um, <laughs> before I purchased a compact disc with my own money um by the way just I listened to Mason's podcast and her saying that she was a millennial and that meant quote she never owned a cd was like so offensive (laughs) I know she was talking about hit clips (laughs) I know which I I never had no I don't know what that is either (laughs) um but I'm I am a millennial by every definition of the word, and I... Except from buying CDs. No, and I own lots of CDs. There's just a huge cultural gap in whatever. This is not what we're talking about. Anyways, (laughs) the first CD I bought, I can remember buying with my own money, was um, Aaliyah's One in a Million. probably like I was probably in the sixth grade I think um and I had just gotten well not just in the last couple years 10 11 um I started to get really into like rap and R&B and hip-hop yeah I think Um, as we all have a moment where that happens to us yeah I think I mean mine was a little bit longer than a moment um (laughs) But, uh, I just think it's funny, like, I was this, like, 90-nothing-pound white girl going into Sam Goody with my 20 bucks and, like, buying gangster rap CDs. Nice. Um, I can see it. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, and Aaliyah, and uh, she, I loved her. Like, I remember exactly where I was when I found out that she died, you know? Like, she... Where, where were you? I want to I this. was outside with, uh, like, three or four friends outside of a Baskin-Robbins in mm. Lake Oswego, Oregon. Um, and we got news. I don't even know. Like, someone's mom must have called <laughs> them. <laughs> because, I mean, the internet, we weren't, like, logging on the internet from our cell phones. Um, but, and then we went over to my friend Miles's house, and we all got high out of grief. <laughs> high from grief or high and grief? We grievingly smoked weed. Okay, there we go. And right. mourned Aaliyah. <laughs> this is not okay. a laughing matter, I'm sorry. Okay, so this album, so I remember Aaliyah, I didn't really listen to her, I have mm-hmm. to be honest. That's um, and when you told me that her album was the first one you bought, I went to look it up on Spotify, uh-huh. and it isn't on there. You know, I just saw that today. And so I haven't listened to I'm s- her. I'm sorry. That is fine. I remember is Age Ain't Nothing But A Number because right. I remember the song. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's And that weird. was before this one. Yeah, okay. So that was the... So the album you bought was the follow-up to that album. Yes. Okay. Yeah. But even so, when I bought it, it was a couple yeah. years old. Right, okay. So tell me about how you... Do you remember going to buy it? Do you remember the yes. occasion? Yeah, okay. So, um... I mean, I have a super bad memory, but like... Because of that weed you smoked. (laughs) Because of the weed. So I was into her for a few years before her plane crashed, rest in peace. Yeah. Um, But uh, like music, television, like back when MTV was like actually music videos. Yeah. um, That was like, I remember recording on my VHS like a bunch of um a, a bunch of music videos and one in a million was one of them yeah um but she was i mean she, it's not like that was her first hit you know mm. like she was around a couple of years later she did the whole dr do little thing do you remember that yeah. video yeah. <laughs> the eagles <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> um but uh so i think that i had this collection of music videos of songs I really liked and the, you only get that small glimpse into an album back then yeah and so yeah Aaliyah you was, either listened to one single that you heard on MTV or on the radio mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or you didn't know them at all totally. when you bought an album that was all you had right it was like a, get a recommendation a real or leap something. of faith yeah yeah um but I had heard enough of her songs to know that she was like young and doing something different like she was um I mean Missy Elliott wrote a lot of that album One of a Million and I think that you can like hear that influence there but um Aaliyah was this like young hot chick doing R&B but like with a beat it was almost like dance you could dance to it but it was still Mm. I, I don't know. She was just kind of like emerging into this new scene. And I yeah. feel like you can um, 
like there's just such a difference between 90s music and then like early 2000s you know and I think mm. she she kind of hit that intermittent period and yeah. um, she nailed it uh, but yeah so I I liked her enough to go buy that album and then I also bought what um, AJ Nothing But A Number even though that album is like pretty tainted for me now because of the title and the fact that R. Kelly's on it? Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, the R. Kelly, like, hidden marriage and the fact that she was 15 and yeah. like, released an album called Adrian Edmund Number. You know. Yeah, not that nice, is it? Mm, but, mm-mm. yeah. Not super, don't, I don't typically endorse child brides, but, um. That's, I mean, controversial opinions here on the podcast take. this week. <laughs> um, don't get married I, at 15. I, hey, I'll do what I like. When I'm 15, I'll marry anyone I want. So you're 28? 29 now. Oh, 29. Okay. So R. Kelly yeah. was like 27, I think, when yeah. he married Elena. He married a 15-year-old. Weird. Not good. Not, not a nice. good look, R. Kelly. Not nice. I mean, has Freaking he ever nice. had a good look? Let's not talk about R. Kelly. Let's okay, let's about... keep going. <laughs> People yeah. who are worthy of our energy. <laughs> exactly. And she definitely is. So what she is, is your... Do you, do you still listen to any of her music? Um, I don't know that I like go out of my. I can't remember the last time I went out of my way to like. Yeah. Put in an Aaliyah CD. It's like I don't. Hmm, I feel like she has aged well in the sense where there is always going to be that nostalgia, you know. Yeah. So it's not like. It's definitely not one of those um, artists who I go back to and I'm like, ooh, what was yeah, I thinking? Yeah. You know, <laughs> like this yeah. is really bad. Um, but uh, yeah, like I listened to her a bit before this podcast and I was still like, damn, like the girl had something, you know? She could sing, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah. Uh, what was your favorite song? What was your favorite song then? And right. has it changed to now? Oh, I guess God. you don't listen to her like super regularly anymore, but right. like when you like you say mm-hmm. it's aged mm-hmm. pretty well, but you mm-hmm. have also gotten older, so have things as your taste changed around her? Right. I think um, my favorite song off that album in the years that I was listening to it regularly um, was probably uh, "If Your Girl Only Knew." Written about a love triangle, basically. I mean, I could, I, I reckon I could guess it from the right, title. Right, And so, yeah. um, one thing that you have to say about Alia is she's pretty blunt with her song titles. That's true. The <laughs> girl only knew. Age and number. number. <laughs> <laughs> to the point. <laughs> oh, one in a million. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So that was, I, you know was probably I was wrapped up in a little love triangle in junior high so oh my god so, so did you did you feel spoken to by the lyrics totally yes 
Yeah. <laughs> if nothing else, I have always experienced music the same, right? Yeah. And maybe my um, my seasons of life have changed. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but, but it still is entering in and, um, you know, the, the relatable content of music. Mm. Yeah, and the emotional engagement. Yeah. yeah. I think I'm kind of similar. I've always taken a real kind of... Um, I always enjoy lyrics more than the music, typically. And I think that mm. I, I try and find... Or well, the stuff that really connects with me is stuff that I can apply to my own totally. situation or feelings or whatever at the time. That's right. the stuff that really strikes a chord with me on that in that moment. So um, totally. Yep. Yeah. Um, I feel like uh, I feel like I do that so much that sometimes I can do it um, in a way that's super not intended by the artist. You know, like mm-hmm. I can, I can manipulate it so well <laughs> into fitting <laughs> with my own circumstances. Like I'm so yeah. egocentric that I can just like force fit. You can make it, it no like I wrote what. a song for you. And right. Yeah. Really, totally. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, no, I've definitely, I've been in moments like that. It's not, uh, I'd like to think it's not a common thing for me, but. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe some who are more analytical than us might take it at face value rather than applying it to themselves. But who knows? I don't know. No. I, I just... think it's good. I think it's nice to connect with music and however yeah. you do that is a good thing. And I, I know you and I are similar in the sense that like we take a lot of comfort in music and the lyrics yes. we listen to. And um, that's I don't see that that can ever be a bad thing, you know? Yes, totally. Um, and sometimes not comfort, sometimes just like dead yeah, ass just, grief. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? for sure. Like, but that's what you need sometimes. Like, you need, yes. It's just that reassurance of like, I'm feeling this thing and someone else has felt it so intensely that they wrote a song about it before. Right. And now I can listen to this song and it makes me go, oh wow, this person felt what I feel. Right. And it's almost like your therapist thing. being like, hey, it sounds like you're experiencing this and this and this. And you're like, holy shit, I would have never put it in those words. But yeah, that's exactly. exactly what's happening. And, you know, like, okay, so, I mean, you, you, you must have had this too. But when you talk to someone about, like, depression or any kind of mm-hmm. mental health issues, people always go... Oh uh, yeah, I know someone who had that, and you just think, mm-hmm. "All right, great." But the people who <laughs> I always really respect and enjoy listening to when they have like, and I want to listen to when they've got something to say about it, are the people who go, "Oh no, I've experienced that," because yeah. it makes you go, "Oh, someone else has been through this, and they can tell me, they can like coach you through it a bit sometimes." Yes. Whereas yes. the people who are like, "Oh yeah, I know someone," it's like, "Well, you don't know what it is then." Like, like, don't Hold try. On to like pretend you know when you don't and yeah. I think that's where for me that kind of comfort in the music comes in is if someone is is singing like I have felt exactly what you're feeling then that's a, a like it's such a kind of a, a welcome um, sound and like relationship to have with someone you will never ever meet totally and I am just a firm believer that like really I mean this is so dumb of me to even say because it's like obviously but 
the most beautiful art comes out of raw emotion and Mm -hmm. it's just so much deeper and um influential than whatever like pop culture bullshit is you know topping the billboard billboard charts Mm -hmm. um and yeah and I feel like there is that comfort factor um but there's also like when I hear real music about something that I haven't experienced even if I if it is um a way that is like vulnerable and authentic and communicative of the emotion I feel like I can still enter into that you know and I guess maybe that is again like the piece of me twisting it to my own narrative but I I can find it relatable enough to have compassion if it's like um like someone's like sister dying of cancer you know like I haven't experienced that but I still can enter in and I think that that is that just makes the difference between an artist and someone who can sing and play guitar you know yeah for sure yeah songwriters yeah yeah um, speaking of songwriters, mm-hmm. what are you listening to at the moment? Mm. So um, I'm listening to La 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 La. Destroyer. Destroyer is, is the, the first track on it. Yes, it's the yeah. Lamb, though, right? Yeah, it that's is the, the album. I actually went to their concert uh, a couple months ago, and it w- they were touring for this album, and yeah. it was before they had only released a couple tracks. So yeah. I got to see um, Lily West do most of these songs uh, live, and that was really great. And I literally am obsessed with her like (laughs) i will just eat up everything she does um so yeah i'm kind of listening to that on repeat they only have uh this and like one other full album release sleepyhead Mm -hmm. but um i love every single track that they have ever put out so I hadn't ever listened to them. Um, what? I hadn't heard Even with them. all of the talking about them, you never... Uh, I, I have now. know I have sent you some of their music. Right. But okay. the second I switched it on, after you sent me your answers, uh-huh. I listened to the first... I, I mean, I've listened to a lot now, but I listened to like the first five seconds of Destroyer and I was like... Oh yeah, I can see why she likes this. Like oh, instantly, like it just yeah. sounds like the stuff you like straight away. Oh. Like it sounds like all of the bands that I know you like. It sounds like they all got together and yes, like, this is what you should listen to now. 
And Dude, it's, it's just, almost yeah. like painful that how much I love them. <laughs> so I've seen them in concert now twice. Yeah. Um, and both times I went to talk to them afterwards. Yeah. Um, but now it's like the last the last concert I went to there was probably like it was at a bar it was at this little yeah. dive bar, um, and it's a cool place. Anyone who goes and sings there, they make them like play with a local artist so it has a whole like Nashville vibe going on too yeah. um but there was probably like 10 of us standing yeah. and watching them and then everyone else was just like sitting down at the bar um to the point where I was right up front and I was like okay these guys totally fucking recognize me like there's no yeah. way <laughs> at this point <laughs> after we've like talked in person yeah. and um like one of the like dozen people here watching them um so i feel like i have to back off a little bit not to be a (laughs) creep (laughs) they're playing they're playing in london in february i might go oh my god please go i I think i will yeah i I don't know who they're playing with i will go because um from what you've said they sound also i mean the, the the songs are fucking their albums are really good but they're they sound so like they're good. really good live as well so they're so good um yeah and i have a few of their songs like just straight up the whole song recorded on my phone yeah. and i yeah. they are just as good live as they yeah. are in recording um they sound like on the recordings they sound like they're just playing it through it's not like overly yeah. produced or anything it just sounds like they are just doing their thing and it's great Dude, for sure, for sure. What's, I think that she's actually sorry. British. Did you read about? I've not read about them at all. Okay, she's definitely not American. Right. Um, but she's like she's just super funny. Like I follow Lala on Twitter, and then I also follow her yeah. personal account. Um, and she's just fun. I'm like, just be my best friend. Just hang out with me. <laughs> I'm not weird, I promise. <laughs> I was talking to um, Kevin on Twitter earlier, uh, Kevaclism, and we were talking about, um, you know, Boy Genius, the mm-hmm. Phoebe Bridges and... Yeah, uh, Powerhouse Baker. collab, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, he, he was saying, like, imagine being friends with Julian Baker. Like, yeah. And it's like the same thing. It's like these people are so talented, but they're not like... So you know, like we're like a superstar feels like beyond right. reach. Like these right. people don't feel beyond yeah. reach. They feel yeah. like you. They could like you could meet them in a bar and just be friends with them. And totally. I think that's a lot of the appeal. For sure. And actually, both shows that I saw La 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 in, they were openers. Yeah. And so they weren't even like this head out. You know, the headliner selling yeah. out this big venue, obviously. Um. But they are still relatively small, um, and I just feel like I want got to there shout right them the start. for the yeah. I got there at the start, yeah. and also I want to like shout their name from the rooftops because <laughs> I think they're so good. <laughs> um, what's your favorite song by them? Mm, by pick? them or on that album? Fuck, that's hard by either them, way. Generally. Um. Okay, by them generally. Um, I really like the La La song. Uh, 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 
doggy daddy. <laughs> I mean, I really like all of their songs. And then um, on the lamb, water over sex is really good. Yeah. Um, I have uh, like Destroyer. I <laughs> my kids know all the lyrics to Destroyer. Like, yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> my six-year-old son is in the back of the car, um, just singing along <laughs> to like. <laughs> it's just really good. Good music. It's important. That man. If nothing else, that's <laughs> that's something I can do right. I feel like as a exactly. Mother. Yeah. So the my favorite song by them, the one that. I think really um, made me want to listen to more and more was mm-hmm. uh, Fuck With Your Friends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when I first listened to it, I was try- it reminded me of something. I was really trying to think what it reminded me of. And I think I settled on, it reminded me a bit of Pixies. It was okay. like, I don't know what it is. It's the kind of, the way she sings it is, it sounds, it feels very like, I don't know, matter of fact and kind of lazy in a way. Yeah. And that sound is, it reminds me a lot of like Frank Black's like early singing. And it, I don't know, it just, there was something about it that really made me go, oh wow, this is, this is Okay, so I'm I'm very unfamiliar with the Pixies. Like I know yeah. who they are and stuff. Um, <laughs> um, I didn't mean but to do that. <laughs> I it's but <laughs> but I know that they you know ha- have made a name for themselves. Um, yeah. And I, I yeah God I do kind of a, agree with your like it's almost like lazy brilliance. I feel yeah. like when I think of it's, them. Um, so, do you know the Cribs at all? Yes, you, yes. You've yeah. introduced me to the Cribs. Yes. So, yeah. their first album, while. the first track on it, he doesn't sound like himself at all. It sounds right. like he's just turned up one day and has been told he has to sing a song and he can't really be bothered. And it's mm. brilliant. It's just okay. like, it's the, the lack of effort in it. It's just so, like, it's very cool. Yeah. And yes. I feel it's a bit like that in, in that yeah. song fuck with your friends I really really like it a lot and I love some of the song titles as well like you've mentioned a couple like La La song Mm -hmm. Okie Dokie Doggy Daddy but I think Mm -hmm. like Cool Party but then we all left is such Mm -hmm. a good song title it's so funny it's so good yeah I feel like every single one of their songs I can just like scream sing like just at the top of my lungs you know Um, but Lily West you know lead singer she's the lead singer they actually started out with three people Lala did yeah. um the bassist Abby uh mm-hmm. and I, okay so here's the confusing part to me when I first saw them it was three of them um and then maybe a drummer I don't know he was a man so I didn't pay attention to him <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> there was um three of them Kayla I believe her name is Lily and Abby um, and I guess they formed because Kayla was 
like doing stuff with Lily and yeah. Kayla was dating Abby and so they like kind of brought Kay- they kind of brought Abby in um but the last time I saw them Kayla wasn't there Whoa. and I was like uh yeah and so now I don't know if this is like just like primarily Lily and a lot of the stuff I've read has just been like featuring her you know so I'm not yeah. sure if they are more of a band rather than they are like Lily West and kind of yeah. movable. I've known says. of lots of bands that do that where it's like they are a band, but really it's like the solo artist and then they just have like regular right. artists and who I collaborate that's with common. them. I feel um, like Jeff Rosenstock actually. Jeff Rosenstock's band is always the same dudes, but there's not always yes. all of them there. Sometimes it mixes right. around as well. So Right, right. And so like after the show, I was like Googling like crazy, like don't tell me that you like kicked her out. Like, did they break up? What happened? <laughs> should have asked. Uh, <laughs> Got over. I sh- are we allowed to I should have gone Kayla? to Abby. Like, hey, are you and Kayla still together? That- <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> I know you're trying to pack up your set and like leave, but can you divulge your personal information? Gossip, gossip. Yeah, totally. Dish. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I think that she is like the songwriter and definitely the lead. Um, yeah. She has a really funny tweet that is, it says something like, um, hey, we hung out three times and you probably don't remember my name, but here's four albums I wrote about you. And like, I just, <laughs> like, I feel like that kind of contributes to like the deep emotion and also like the laziness. Like I'm just yeah. going to like, fucking write out all of this stream of thought emotion yeah. and put it to music and yeah and then produce it you know i like it a lot i'm very yeah. pleased you introduced me to him i'm, a, I'm, I'm a fan. so happy um okay so you've mentioned a show you've recently seen oh yeah what is the best show you've seen okay so God, I'm sorry to be so repetitive, but But. the best show I've seen would have to be the show, the first show I saw with La 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 La. I get cut with every touch, you come by and soak it up, I get cut with every touch, you come by and soak it up, start there is more to that story than it just being like a really great show. Um, but I remember this story. Yeah. I would like you to tell it. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I bought tickets to see the band Chastity Belt, who mm-hmm. are amazing. Another like feminist, like rock punk band i don't know lo-fi sort of yeah lo-fi yeah, yeah totally like girl riot or riot girl whatever um <laughs> but i went to see them and i went to uh, a, a venue that was like a multi-venue um and it's a place that i go often because tickets are always like under 20 dollars um and that's the beauty of living in nashville is that yeah. Uh, usually artists will come here to just play a small show and I don't know if it, that's because it's like so competitive for space or yeah. what but I can see really legit people for 
like $30 or less, you know? And yeah, it's really cool. Mm. I'm gonna miss that a lot. But, um, so I, I bought tickets to see Chastity Belt and I was extremely stoked to go see them. And it was um, a concert I was gonna go see by myself. Uh, my husband was working and I had gotten a babysitter um, and I was just gonna do it because I knew I was gonna like super regret if I didn't go. So I got there <laughs> and I'm like, have like nerves. I'm, you know, being a woman is hard, <laughs> just in general. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to a concert where clearly there will be like drinking and men and whatever. Um, so I, I like get my hand stamped and she, the bouncer or whatever, tells me where to go. And I go up the elevator and I just like go where I see a door. Um, and so I sat down at a table. Oh, no. I went to the bartender. I took a shot of whiskey and then I went and I sat down. Like, I just need to calm my nerves a little bit, right? Enjoy myself. Try to uh, avoid on like eye contact with, like, creepers. Um, and I think I was, like, texting y'all, like, while I was there. <laughs> like, hey, there are really weird people here. But I think it was, like, a Tuesday night. It was, it was definitely a weeknight. Like, Tuesday or Thursday. Um... And the crowd there was not at all who I would, like, pig for being fans of Chastity Belt. But I just kind of assumed that is Nashville. And so people go wherever there's music playing and there's yeah. drinks to be had. Um, so this these dudes come on stage and they're in skinny jeans and, like, you know, cut off tank top shirts and <laughs> shoulder like that and they were like oh we forgot our banner like we're blah 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 the same and I had known that Chastity Belt was playing and Lala was playing um and one other opener I didn't know so I was like oh cool they're they're just the band I didn't know so yeah. they play like like 30 minutes goes by they're still playing I was like wow these guys are awful <laughs> This is, I mean, they're, like, fine, like, musically in general, I guess, but certainly not my cup of tea. Um, yeah, not what you're there for. Not what I'm there for. Like, ooh. Um, and it's awkward, and I'm, like, by myself, and whatever. So, uh, 45 minutes goes by, an hour goes by. They also kind of, like, started late, so I was like, what's going on? Um... And uh, I start to get, like, really mad <laughs> that I'm listening to these, like, freaking white dudes uh, just, like, <laughs> rock out on stage. Um, at one point, they, like, bring this woman on who has a kid who's, like, three and is dancing <laughs> in the audience. Like, I don't know what's happening. Um, but I think it gets to be, like, 10, 30 or something um, and I'm just like dude I ha like fuck this like I'm so pissed at what's happening like I don't know if like the opener the other opener like Lala had an issue and they couldn't come or like Chelsea Bell is like stalling and so they're not here but it's getting late and I've spent like 
a couple hours at this point listening to these guys who are uh, terrible in my opinion. Um, And I'm just going to leave. So I just left. And I I went to McDonald's (laughs) and I ate some Cumberbun and I was like, I'm just going to go home. But then I, but then I was like, okay. Like after I'd eaten my McChicken sandwich, I'm like, okay. (laughs) There's no way in hell these bros are still on stage, right? Like, I can just turn around now. Like, Chastity Belt is going to be there. This whole night won't be a waste. It's going to be fine. Like, you can do this. Just go back in. You've got the stamp on your hand. Re-entrance is fine. Go do it. So I go. And I walk back in. Just, like, this, like, booming confidence in my step. Like, we, like, we took back the night. It's like things are gonna turn around um and I walk in and they're still these guys are still on the stage and I was like just deflated like so 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 upset so I go to the bartender who had given me my shot of whiskey in the very beginning oh that was kind of the thing too I had just taken a shot so I couldn't leave like any earlier (laughs) then I felt sober whatever um, so I was like, hey, what's going on? Um, is there a reason why the headliner hasn't come? And she was like, I don't know what you mean. Like, she was, like, kind of rude. Yeah. And I was like, um, like, chastity belt? Like, is, did something happen? Are they, did, are they trying to stall? Like, these guys have been on for, like, over an hour now. And her face just dropped. <laughs> And she was like, oh, honey, you're in the wrong venue. Like, Chastity Belt played down the hall, and they're done. Like, they're, the concert is over. And I just died so much inside. I was just, like, so mad that not only... I paid a fucking babysitter, right, to, like... Go to a concert. Oh, oh, no. This is what she tops it off as. She goes, this is rock and roll tribute. It happens every Tuesday. And so I was seeing these guys. (laughs) Right? That's how familiar with rock and roll I am. That I didn't even fucking realize that these guys are doing covers the entire night. So I remember this happening <gasps> I remember you being so nervous about going to a show by yourself and then being so proud of yourself for going. Right. And, and y'all were hyping me up. Like, everyone you can was do so it. excited for you. Like, do it. You're doing it by yourself. Then, like, you, like, this is exciting. You're doing something for yourself. This is awesome. And then I went to bed. And then I right. get up and it's like, don't ask Ash how the concert was. Why? Because like, you had seen that. <laughs> Why can't I ask? I was scrolling back and I see the whole story. I'm, oh no. Oh no. And I mean, I guess it gets a happy ending eventually. You know what's funny is that I don't even think I was able to like divulge what happened until the next morning. Like I don't even think I talked about it that night. I think it was like early the next day because it was so upsetting to me. Like at first I was like, should I just tell everyone I went to the concert and it was great? Like this is like (laughs) such a terrible thing to have happened. Um, But you're right. It did turn out great. So I was like so upset 
that I ended up tweeting at Chastity Bell and like just I think it was probably like a six tweet thread or seven I don't know but I I said the whole story via tweet and then Lala tweeted back at me and they said something like oh my god we are all on the tour bus right now and we are crying what can we do for you and I didn't want to come off as like greedy or like I had been tweeting to get yeah. something, right? Because yeah. I didn't even know if they were actually going to do anything, like see it or even fave it. Like, I don't know. I was just tweeting it out there because it is a good story. It's funny. Despite it's my it's funny. total like yeah. shame and disappointment. Um, and I was like, I think I said something like, hey, like, just can you turn back the, the clock of time and like make sure I see you? Like, go to the right venue. <clears throat> um, and that response was not sufficient. Like, she just, re- like, she responded in all caps, like, what can we do? Um, and I was like, I would just love to see you guys play music. Like, j- like next time you come to Nashville, like, uh, like, l- let me know or something like that. Like, yeah. I would love to, like purchase another ticket and see you yeah. um and lily who runs the lala bands account was like uh we're gonna be there next month and putting your name on the list like i'm gonna message you or something um so as a very long explanation to why that that concert was the best one i saw but so i went to this concert where they put my name on the list um And I went up to them afterwards. I mean, the show was amazing. I was there primarily for them. Um, I think Mm. I saw, like, one or two uh, songs for the following bands and, like, the headliner, which they're all, they're great bands, but I was, like, just not there for them. Um, But so Lala Finish, and I was, like, I just wanted to thank them for letting me in. So I went up there, and I was, like, hey, I'm Ashley. Like, we talked on Twitter, and she just like reached out and grabbed my hand and she was like, oh my gosh. And she was like, Kayla, come here. This is Ashley from Twitter. <laughs> and so, or Ash, whatever, whatever they call me. And so I'm holding Lily West's hand and Kayla's hand and I'm standing there and they're both like, we were crying. Like, we were so sad that you couldn't be here. Like... I'm so glad you were able to come. And it was just like this very surreal moment of like holding to like these. Yeah, it was really great. Um, and so yes, the experience of that show I don't think will ever be topped. Um, so yeah, that was it. It's amazing. I love it so much. (laughs) Just you know the yeah, pride. (laughs) I don't know. I it was bad. It was bad it's and good. bad. It's a real. It's a real um, underdog's tale. <laughs> <laughs> but it's interesting too because I went there for Chastity Belt, right? And I didn't really know Lala. And yeah. honestly, the silver lining, which was like you know, like a diamond lining now, um, I I got to know Lala. Like yeah. musically, and now they are for sure one of my favorite bands. It's awesome. It's very cool. Yes. 
Yes. Kicking lyrics right through your brain when you hear this saying, you'll be right as rain. Um, what's a sentimental song to you and why? Um, a sentimental song to me is Keep Breathing by Ingrid Michaelson. Yeah. Are you familiar with the song? I'm not familiar with that song, but I am familiar with Ingrid Michaelson. Dude, did you not even listen to the song? I said it was my favorite like a sentimental song you didn't I've listened listen to it? it but I, I wouldn't call myself like in the past familiar with it. no like I've listened to it a couple of times but like I don't know okay. it really okay that's fine <laughs> Jesus whatever <laughs> um so uh the chorus is like well okay I'll tell you why it's sentimental um, I remember when it came out, I was in college. I don't, I was probably a sophomore in college. Um, yeah. And I think that it was on like the Grey's Anatomy soundtrack or something. Mm. Like there was a reason why I had heard it other than just like buying that album. Um, or like some dude made me a mix CD. I don't remember. But this song, I remember just really resonating with me. Um, in my depression and so it's really like a melodramatic song um, and uh, the chorus like says um, all that I know is I'm breathing all that I can all I can do is keep breathing all we can do is keep sentimental to me because I do feel like that is um, just (laughs) it's just a song that I can listen to whenever because it is very it's very sad and it's very real but it's also kind of encouraging in the sense where it's like you know um, life might be this monumental right like this month this week this day like could all be seemingly like this insurmountable obstacle you have to get through and and so sometimes it's not like take it day by day or take it hour by hour like sometimes it's just like all I can do is take it breath by breath you know like that's all you have to do to, to keep walking through just keep mm. breathing. Um, the second verse of that song says, um, I want to change the world, um, but like instead I close my blinds or something like that. Yeah. Um, and that speaks to me in the sense where like, I uh, always wanted to do like social work. Like I have a very mm. like... Um, I don't know, like a 
social justice heart, right? Like I have all of these ambitions, um, but life is hard. Obviously my plate is very full. Um, and then you put on top of that, like mental health issues. Mm. Um, and so the like juxtaposition of like, I want to change the whole world, but actually all I can do is like, keep breathing at this moment um and yeah so I think that is sentimental to me in a way where uh I remember first hearing it and it just like strikingly resonating with me um and it still does so I know that album but I like so Mm -hmm. I used to I have that album it's on my iTunes and there's a few songs that are uh like the uh, be okay will always be one I love, um, mm-hmm. but um, her Elvis cover, the can't help falling in love with you, mm-hmm. is when I got married. That's what Karina walked down the aisle to, mm. and uh, you and I, which is the last track on the album, was on our wedding mm. video as well. So mm. they're like that album that was also obviously on my wedding was video. really important, like at various times to me, and like that was like those songs will always kind of. And her voice will always kind of hold a mm-hmm. important place in my life, you know. So mm-hmm. it's nice totally. to and no like it a little bit. to her, like not to throw shade. I don't think that she is an artist that I would just like put on today and like jam. You know what yeah. I mean? But yeah. um, early two thousands, she was an influential female mm. musician. Yeah. Um, and and she was, you know, writing music about things that I could relate to and real things and some romantic things. But yeah. yeah. I think it's interesting though, isn't it? Because like we've talked about Chastity Belt a bit, we talked about La 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 and um and I get I mean we spoke about it earlier to begin with as well, and it's like there's a common theme is that there are women um but they have um, vaginas yeah um that's what you're into um well or they they identify as women yes but it's i think with particularly with ingrid markelson and then into la 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 and chastity belt is they do have lyrics that are in the same themes i would say and then but the delivery in that time is totally different like in mm. that kind of 10 year mm-hmm. window, the mm-hmm. way Ingrid Markson was all about kind of like beautiful harmonic voice mm-hmm. and like gentle melodies and just niceness, right. whilst also, like you say, some really tough kind of subject matter. Mm-hmm. Whereas bands like La 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 La, Chastity Belt, um, Adult Mum, mm-hmm. Radiator Hospital, mm-hmm. um, lots of the bands that you and I talk about, Mm -hmm. there is a real um, grittiness Mm -hmm. in the lyrics that wasn't there, I think, Mm -hmm. in those, like you say, Ingrid Marksman was an important female voice 10 years ago, 15 years ago, and that style of music isn't the important voice anymore. It's Mm -hmm. much more kind of in your face and like gritty and real, I guess. And... It's, I just I don't know I don't know what point I'm trying to make I just think it's kind of interesting to see how that's moved on no totally um and I do think that there have been 
a lot of influences to move in that direction. Yeah. Like, um, it is not coincidental that now females are able to sing things other than love songs, right? And they can be yeah. in your face. Um, I think that, uh, like, the 90s grunge movement, movement, like, the Riot Girl movement, like, they really normalized female anger. Yeah. Um, yeah. In a way that uh, has just, like, had this ripple effect. Um, mm. And, like, I look, like, back then, like, when I was, like, I'm living in the 90s in the Pacific Northwest, right? Like, a lot of grunge music is coming out of Seattle. There's a big, and, and even Portland. Like, there are a lot of, yeah. like, really great bands. Um, but it was also kind of like this social movement, like this female empowerment movement. Um, and I was not attuned to that um, in the way that I can like appreciate it now, right? Yeah. Uh, but um, like uh, Slater Kinney like was really big in that mm. too, where it's like yelling and we're angry and we want equality and, you know, like we're in your face. Um, and they were discredited a lot by mm. mainstream media. Um, but, uh, but they had like a huge influence and they kind of went like dormant. Like I think that a lot of those bands, um, I don't know, just like went into hiding or like were, were so discouraged that they're like in the nineties and ready for women to have equality and it's not happening. And yeah. then it's just being, you know, like, um, commercialized and, uh, like, I don't know. Um, and so they stopped making music, but some of them have come back. But I, like, even like the Spice Girls, like, I feel like they were like this third wave or like fourth wave, mm. like almost like a pop version of this yeah. in your face, you know, like girl power type of thing. Um, and so it is cool to see uh, women be out there now and still be in this like patriarchy like music industry and be able to sell albums in a way that is actually successful and not just on stage to like give a message but yeah, people appreciate sure. their talents too you know yeah definitely yeah stop change of tone slightly <sighs> yes but, um, and I'm going to actually ask you both the next two questions at the same go, because it's okay. the same okay. person. Oh. But, um, was it not supposed to be? I thought it was no, supposed no, to be the no, same person. No, it can be. It can be whoever. So it just needs to be oh, honest. Oh, no. But okay. uh, we'll do it all in one go. So, number one, who's your favourite mm -hmm. artist? And number two, what is your favourite album? Um, okay, so I kind of feel like it's a cop-out to say uh, who... Like, to answer your favorite artist with someone who is dead because, <laughs> because you don't really get a chance to, like, you know, see them continue to make music. Yeah. However, I'd say my favorite artist is Elliot Smith. Mm -hmm. 
I thought that my that the question was what my favorite album of my favorite artist was, and that is EXO. But regardless, I st- that is one of my favorite albums. Um, oh, we can change it if you want to change your answer. Do I want to change my answer to, fav- to favorite album? Fuck. It's up to you. I mean, can we just pretend like it, that was the question? Let's just... In, in regards to the question being what my favorite album t- of my favorite artists is, um, it would be EXO. And, I mean, for very similar reasons that we've yeah. already talked about. Um, yeah. When I first, I was in, like, uh, I was, like, 15, 16 when I first got into Elliot Smith. And I was blessed to have a sister who is... Um, like five and a half years older than me and so she was much wiser and more experienced in her music Mm. um and so when she went to college I just kind of like snatched all of her CDs (laughs) and once I had my license that was uh, a really liberating time for me because I was able to be alone outside of my house like disconnected from other people and just kind of engage with music driving around um, and so I remember getting into Elliot Smith, um, and I remember thinking like, wow, like his music is so beautiful and it's so deep and he is so like deeply sad and I feel that, you know, I mean, maybe, like not to say like my depression is the same as his, but, um, I remember just like noticing how depressed he was and it it was not I mean it was definitely like within the year that I found out that he had died and you know um committed suicide as the reports say um so yeah just like a real I also what I appreciate about Ellie Smith is that I think that at face value, a lot of people could make it about like corny love songs, but um, a lot of his music is about his mom and his stepfather and not just about like some girl, you know, Um, and just like the trauma of, Hmm. of that, of his childhood. I think that he's someone who's an incredibly like gifted um, God. songwriter yeah. and storyteller yeah. um, he can just I don't know the way he paints a picture with his words 
and the music that he attaches to it mm-hmm. just harmonises perfectly and mm-hmm. he's so capable of conveying his emotions in such a raw and powerful mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. I think that I EXO is one of those albums that I don't listen to it very often. Uh-huh. But I can switch it on anytime really. Yes. It, and yes. Just it 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 never gets old. It just it just I don't know. It's twenty years old now, and it's right. Just it sounds fresh every time mm-hmm. I listen to it. It sounds mm-hmm. like it could have been made yesterday, or twenty years ago, or thirty years ago. It's timeless, and I think that as an album, it's just it's a complete work of art. Totally, I totally agree. Um, I think that so he was in a band before yeah. he started making solo music um, and then the producer of that band Beatmeister um, basically was like hey you need to you need to pursue solo stuff she might have been dating her I forget her name JJ something um, but I think I love him so much I don't think he's like the best musician I've ever heard right yeah. it's not like he's like produces a sound that no one else has done um, but I do like he if I knew him he was someone yeah. who I would just like like I would just like sit in the living room and chill and listen to him play like he's that yeah. you know and then I feel like that's kind of what his songs are too where it's like yeah. real like you were saying they're raw they're vulnerable and that was also different from what was happening in the time where he was just he was being himself and he was writing his traumas and um he was accessible and his he he is a beautiful musician. Sweet similarity with some of the artists that again you and I speak about like mm, there's yeah. there's a lot of like Elliot Smith in Julian Baker there's a lot of totally. Elliot Smith in Absolutely. Phoebe Bridges there's mm-hmm. this storytelling and this just kind of beautiful portrayal of emotion and mm-hmm. realistically when you listen to the sound they're not reinventing the wheel it's not something brand new mm-hmm. but it doesn't need to be because they're taking a form that suits them perfectly and right. making something exceptional out of it and right. I I yeah I I don't listen to enough of Elliot Smith really but yeah EXO is to me just it's one of it's one of the kind of most complete albums I know yeah totally EXO and either or were the were his first albums that I got into yeah um and you know he like Passed away two thousand four, two thousand three. Okay, I've looked it up. Fall two thousand three, right? Yeah. yeah, it was my senior year of high school. Um, but I something I also do appreciate is that if you listen to his more recent like releases, not recent modern day, but like his newer ones for him, 
you do, you see him um, polish up in a way. And some of that mm. could just be production. Like uh, uh, Roman Candle was like produced in a garage, I think. You know, it was all, yeah. um, it's all him. He's playing all the instruments. Um, but he, he grows in a way that is you want to see out of a musician but yeah. he also stays really true to himself yeah you know? what yeah. i like about yeah. roman candle is um it's got a very like it's interesting i didn't know that it was made in a garage but what's interesting about it is i was going to say it's mm-hmm. got a very like diy feel around like just a um I'm just going to put out these songs now and right. I don't think I think something that really kind of drives it home for me is that like half the tracks on that album aren't even named Jesus <laughs> like, you're kidding it's like four of those tracks made some songs yeah at a party he's waiting looking kind of spooky and withdrawn like he could be underwater the money mother so real and like he loved music and so he was going to produce it not because he ever had this desire to be a big name or be like super famous in the like whatever music scene that was going on during the 90s early 2000s um like who else has just like released a record with like no name number one through four like it's (laughs) just so good He's a badass man. Yeah. Rest in peace, Elliot yeah. Smith. Rip in peace. Rip. Alright. Is there an artist that you, based on all the stuff that you do like, mm. you feel like you should like them, but for some reason you can't get into them? Yes. And I have, and we have talked about this before. We have. <laughs> Because I am not, like, I, I'm vocal about my feelings about this. Um, but the Mountain Goats mm-hmm. are a group who I think have that sound where it is uh, similar genres to the music that I like. Um, but there's just something about John. His name's John, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I don't know. I, don't I think it's John. Um there's something about John's voice that is unique in a bad way to me. <laughs> like, I feel like, like, you don't even have to be great at singing to me necessarily. Like, I can listen to some music that are like, they're, you're off key or whatever. Yeah. Um, but his voice just hits me in like a nails on the chalkboard kind of way. Yeah. Um, and... That's a bummer because I know that they have a lot of music and they have a lot of fans. Uh, but I am. They have a lot of very passionate fans as well. Yeah, yeah, like, totally. Matt McSee one wants mm-hmm. people to like him so bad. Mm-hmm. Totally. Not I think that they're anybody. kind of like a ride or die. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I have to say, they've got some songs that I really like. Um, but then. <sighs> Uh, the, the album All Eternals Deck I used to have on my iPod and mm. it was one that 
a bunch of my yeah, friends told me to listen to them. Yeah, mm-hmm. my iPod. Um, <laughs> it was uh, one that a bunch of my friends said to listen to and that I'd like, and I downloaded it and listened to it a few times and was like, yeah, this is all right. I like this. I'm not going to keep... Like, I'm not, I didn't like it enough to go find out more of their stuff. Um, but I feel like I think they're all right. They've got yeah, some interesting I mean, song names. I know, they've got fine. a lot of things that I normally like, but... Yes, for they're sure. Just, they're not my favourite band by any stretch. I remember listening to some, like, some Spotify radio, uh, like, playlist radio that came on. Um, and... Love, love, love by them. I yeah. think, or maybe it's just love, love. I don't know. Something about love. Raskolnikov felt sick, but he couldn't say why. When he saw his face reflected in his victim's twinkling eye, some things you'll do for money, and some you'll do for fun. But the things you do for love are gonna come back to you one by one. With yes, the mountain goat. Yes. Um, came on and I listened to it and I was like, oh, this is good. And then the more that I listened to it, I was like, this is good. And also, I think it's the mountain goats. And so, like, I paid specific attention to that one. Yeah. Um, but that has been the only one. And this was a long time ago. So it yeah. could have possibly just, like, been primarily lyrically that I liked yeah. it. I don't really remember. Um, but other than that, I have been, like, people have tried to sway me in mm. with them, and I have not, I, I, I have not had it. I'm not there for it. I, um, I like the song No Children, and mm. I don't know, in, in my own mind, that should be frowned upon because it's their top one on Spotify, but uh, it comes on on my... Are you poser? I know, it comes on on my um, like Spotify radio sometimes and I'm like, this is mm. alright, who is this? I'll listen, I'll be mm. like, oh, it's those guys again. Cool. Yeah, that's interesting, they hardly ever come on there. But it makes sense that they would come down on all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Probably, yeah. Yeah, mm. Um, mm. Yeah. no, I, I can't disagree entirely with that. I, mm. I think they're alright but I'm not super into them. And like you say, they are a ride or die band. People, people yeah. get fucking obsessed with those guys. They really do. Almost in a way where like that in itself turns me off. You know? <laughs> yeah, I love you. <laughs> you like them too much. You like them enough for both of us, buddy. Come tell Right, exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's like, hey, listen to this joke. It's so funny. And then you're like, <laughs> Speaking of which, read my tweets. They're good. <laughs> <laughs> Follow me. Uh, at a dot <laughs> underscore mom. Okay, so this is... Have you listened to any of the new series of this so far? What? Oh, have you listened your to season the two? This, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, so, not all of them. Okay, that's I've fine. You don't need to, to listen to all of them. Mm-hmm. It just... That means that I believe you will be the first person who has had an opportunity to prepare for the quickfire questions. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah. I didn't, else oh god didn't know they okay were yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you've listened so yes you you're right i forgot so to prepare but you're should right should be there oh. right in the front of your head okay quick fire <laughs> questions you ready mm-hmm what's the song that makes you dance blah 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 girl pool nice what's the song that makes you sing crying at the wawa Mal Blanc. 
And actually, it's just 90% Mablum. I think it's produced by Chris Garrett. He's a comedian. I don't know. But it is mostly now. I love Mablum. It's so good. It also makes me cry every single time. Well, what's the song that makes you cry? Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, changes to Pac. Oh, old left field choice. Okay, we'll move on. What's the song to work out to? Oh, God. Fuck. I want to say Stronger by Kanye, but I also don't want to plug him because he's terrible. Oh, um, listen, if people haven't heard of him yet and they're listening to this, then <laughs> something's gone wrong. No, okay, but <laughs> I still don't... Okay, um, uh, Harder, Faster, Better, Stronger by Daft Punk. Let's say that. Oh, interesting. Um... And last one, um, it's a sexy question. What's the song to make out to? <laughs> uh, anything by Dashboard. Uh, oh, wow. Dashboard Confessionals. You're hands going for down. The sad kisses. Perfect. Hands down. They have some good ones. They have some romantic <laughs> ones. Or sexy ones, as you could say. <laughs> if you're um, a 13 year old girl. <laughs> <laughs> like- How do people find you online? I am on twitter.com at adult underscore mom. Not to be confused with the band Who Is Great and You Should Listen To. And you stole your name from the band. I did not steal my name from the band. You However, did. I found I I decided on the name and then I looked up the name and then I found out they were a band and then I listened to them and I enjoyed them. However, that did not deter me from changing my formerly bad I, handle. Your old handle was bad, but I think this is revisionist. I, I, <laughs> in my head, you listened to the band, were like, no one knows no. this guy, so I'm just going to steal this name. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you guys. I have more <laughs> followers than you. Exactly. <laughs> Give me Who are you going to call? <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do about it? Call Jack. Uh, see if I can. <laughs> Jack, help me. This, this, this lady stole our name. Okay, adult mom, though, God, I know that we're supposed to be done. But I feel like I didn't even talk about them, and that makes me really upset. But well, adult, when I found adult mom, yeah. it led me to find Diet Sig, which who is... Who you love. Who I love. And that was also one of the best concerts I've seen, Diet Sig, because Alex is just like an amazing entertainer. And that also introduced me to sports. They were the opener. Now they're Remember Sports. I think they've changed their name because they're a bunch of bands called Sports. Anyways, Dancing, Sports, Adult Mom, all really good bands, all female leads. Go fucking find them on Spotify and listen to their shit. Well, why don't you make a playlist and we can tweet it alongside the... Would you like that? Yeah. Am I going to get more followers on Spotify? Do you want more? <laughs> no, I don't care. <laughs> Am I going to get more followers on Twitter? That is the important question. Oh, How many followers question. do you have on your podcast? Uh, A million? 51. Hey, that's hey. pretty good. <laughs> it's getting up there. <laughs> getting up there. <laughs> Oi! Recommend a song to play out the podcast. Mm, I would like to recommend... Modern Girl by Slater Kinney. Excellent choice. Mm. 
and I will play it now. because we did it two times last year. Oh, God, what? <coughs> if you had to start a band today, what would it be called? Oh, no. <laughs> what did I say last time? Oh, fuck knows. You should have just stuck with Oh, no. You should have just kept it as that. Oh, no. My band's <laughs> name would be Oh, no. Perfect. <laughs> 